Hi, it's Kelsey from the Retail Florist here with what I guess is going to be a little bonus episode. I don't really have a plan for this episode, but um, something came up on Facebook the other day and I just wanted to talk about it. So I apologize ahead of time. There might be a few just minor little four little words if you are driving the car with kiddos, just a heads up. Um, I try to keep it clean, but this was something that I wanted to just talk to you guys about and um, just get on the level with. I had a, I was scrolling Facebook and I'm sure maybe some of you are in some Facebook groups with with other small business owners or florists and there was a gentleman that had asked a question um, and apparently in his own mind there was the perfect answer and no one was giving him that answer and he got upset and was well, it seemed upset to me, and was kind of dogging on people for not knowing the correct answer to this open-ended question that he had posed to the group. Um, and I'm just like, dude, <laughs> it's okay that they don't know the answer. It's okay that this beginner florist doesn't know these specific things about their own business. I don't know anyone that knows everything about their business. So this episode is dedicated to a random internet gentleman. So thank you for being a dick so that I could talk about this. Because I think this is something that we all need to remind ourselves of sometimes. And that is you don't have to be an expert at everything. It's actually okay that you're not. You don't have the brain capacity for it. I don't. If you do, amazing. Kudos to you if you are an expert at every single thing in your business. But I personally think that it's better to be an expert at a few things and do them very, very well. And then let other people in your business be the expert that they are in the other things. That's what a team is for. That's what uh, outsourcing is for. That's what processes are for. So I, I'm sure that you are an expert at things. Uh, I bet you're a really good designer. I bet you're amazing with customers. Maybe you are a fantastic photographer. Maybe your website looks amazing. And maybe it doesn't, and that's okay. I think it's okay to just do what you do well and learn enough about the other parts of your business just to be dangerous. Enough to be dangerous or enough to get by. And I think that that's okay because... Being a learner and being a delegator and playing to your strengths, those are good things. Those are things that experts do. I used this example the other day on Facebook. I doubt that Jeff Bezos, who is in charge of Amazon, if you didn't know, I doubt that he knows how to fix a diesel engine. But I do bet that he knows enough about all the other things he needs to know to oversee a company that has fleets of thousands of semi-trucks and vans and more than 70 planes. He doesn't need to know how to build the engine for his fleet of vehicles because he's focused on his own zone of genius and he's doing just fine. He's doing billions and billions of dollars fine. So it's okay that he's not an expert in every part of his company. Honestly, one of the things that I respect most about people is when they're self-aware enough to say, I don't know yet, or I don't know, but I will find out, or I don't know the answer, 
but I have someone who does and I will steer you that way. So I think that that's really important to be self-aware enough and realize that in our business, it's okay to say I don't know and be in the process of either learning or delegating or putting a system in place. You don't have to, you don't have to be perfect at everything. I was just talking actually with a friend the other day and she owns a small business with a partner, um, not a flower shop, but she told me, Kelsey, I, I just had to fire myself as the manager. And she's amazing. She's, she's in the healthcare field. She's amazing with her clients and patients. She is incredibly intelligent. Um, I would trust her with many things, but she said, I, I just wasn't the right fit for me to manage my own business. I had to fire myself and hire a manager so that I could go back to working with patients. And I think that that is just incredibly brave and very, like I said, self-aware to know that that wasn't the right spot for her and that she had team members that did have that zone of genius and were ready to step in or that she could hire someone. I know the job market's tough right now, but um, I think it's just, it's a brave thing to do. I think that a lot of times as small business owners, we have a lot of guilt. I know that I do. Um, I get mom guilt. If I'm not home, I feel bad. I feel like I should be home with my kids when I'm at work, but then when I'm not at work and I'm home, I feel like I should be at work helping my employees or, you know, doing things that need to be done there. So to then stack another piece of guilt on that, to have people give us the impression or tell us that, oh, you should know everything or you should be able to figure out everything in your own business. We don't need that extra guilt on there. That's not necessary. And to the Mr. Random Dick on the internet, if you've got time enough to be trolling around Facebook, I don't know. I think you, maybe that's what you're an expert at. Maybe you're an expert at, in, at Facebook trolling, but I would rather be an expert at being a good human and be actively trying to better myself and my business. I am not an expert at everything. I am far from it. I mentor and I coach other small business owners and I have a college degree in business, but I'll be up front with you, like looking at a balance sheet makes my eyes cross. Like I just don't like it. I passed college level accounting. I can figure it out. Definitely not my zone of genius and I don't like to do it. I also, um, thinking about store displays, like I like to do store displays. I'm pretty good at them, but I have a couple of employees that are excellent at it. And I'm excellent at other things in my business I need to focus on. So that means I need to put myself on the sidelines and delegate that task to them. And I would rather be out there doing store displays, don't get me wrong. But that's where they're really good at and really strong at. And that's what it means to be on a team. I could make my business more money using that hour I would have spent on store displays doing something else. So. I guess, how much money could you make in an hour if you were just focusing on the things that you're best at? Like, really, think about it. How much money could you make selling in the store over the phone? Or how much money could you make by just focusing on designing flowers? Or, hey, making product displays. If that's what you excel at, is store displays, and that's what gets you the most bang for your buck, or in this case, buck for your time, maybe that's where you need to restructure 
how your um, staffing works or how your workday flows so that you can really focus on areas that you are really good at and that you are the expert at. So this is just a little bonus episode. Thanks for hanging with me. Totally unscripted. Um, I usually script these out so that I don't forget anything. I have so much I want to convey or um, talk about. So I usually kind of script these out. But today you just get me in the kitchen with my Diet Coke talking about (laughs) just the fact that it's okay to not be an expert. It's okay if you don't always feel like you know what you're doing. I joke with one of my friends who also owns a flower shop that we should just go work for each other because it's tough to be a manager and it's tough to be a boss and it's tough to always feel like you have to have the right answer. And so if you need a friend to just tell you, hey, it's okay if you don't have all the answers, I'll be that friend for you today. I just want you to think um, when closing about the parts of business, the parts of your business that you need to be the expert in and what areas can you know just enough to get by. I'll talk to you next time.